0: fourteenth chapter. This chapter is a continuation of the 13th chapter, and it talks about certain openings that permit the tumah to pass through between one place and the other. As we had mentioned, Ohel creates a Mechitza, a uh, There is some other things. We ended up last chapter saying that there is a few things that although they are not an Ohel, and cannot transmit to they do provide a good mechitzah to the extent that they are placed on top of a window, vertically between two spaces. Halacha <coughs> Aleph: So a tum'a cannot enter into an ohel. Of course, if it, if it is already in the ohel, that's the regular ohel situation, but cannot enter, penetrate an ohel, or come out. From an ohel outside to infect, so to speak, something else with tumah, other than through an opening that's at least one tefach by one tefach. Kesad, how so? Halon sheben b'beit lebeit or sheben b'beit la'aliyah, im yesh potefach al tefach meruba vehayitah tumah behad mehen ha'beit ashenitame. En bahalon potefach en ha tumayos ti amim menu v'roni chasale ovel asheni. So imagine two rooms, two houses. Uh, between them, there is a wall. And in that wall, there is a little opening. So that opening must be at least one tefach by one tefach, this little window, so that the tum'a passes from one place to the other with a very important qualification to what we just said, which is coming up. devarim amurim behalon she'asah ha'adam This is all in functional windows, functional openings, meant to transfer things from one place to the other however if the opening is just for light and light was a very exquisite and rare commodity in the olden days they didn't have electricity the uh, light by by lamps by by oil was very expensive and and generally building a window is kind of it's a difficult task you have to reinforce the sides so that the wall remains sound structurally sound so also windows were not very common so what they used to do and this is one of the milahot of shabbat is they used to make a little hole in the window to permit some light to come in from the outside so that kind of an or of a of a, of a hole for Ora, um the, then the the opening the, the size of that hole need not be 1 tefah by 1 tefah that's too big but rather a pundion. Pundayon is a medium sized coin from Roman times. Um dipondio, dipondius, what was the name in in uh, in, in Latin and uh, and it's about two and a half centimeters uh, two and a half centimeters diameter. Kessad. Hi that so, how could this be? So, let's say there was Tum'ah inside a house. One of the walls has one of these little holes. That's at least the size of a pondion And a person from the outside touches this hole or places something in it, a Kelly, or makes an ohel that covers the hole and covers something else. Um, So everything within that ohel will become tamen, so to the person, because the tum'ah will be seen as coming through that little hole of light. And again, think of it as a psychological psychological approach. Uh, Although a hole that's less than one tefah by one tefah is something that a person thinks nothing of it, it doesn't have any importance because it's not really capable of being used. When it has a specified function, the function of bringing light, and it's a function that everyone understands intuitively, so everyone sees that hole and says, oh yeah, that that hole is a a thing, it's not a nothing, then it's also going to be a thing for tuma. One condition for a hole to be considered a hole for, for light, and that is that it's not covered with anything, it's not roofed, it's completely exposed to the sunlight, uh, which, which gives it part of this special function. A hole that is not man-made, it's not artificial, but it's made through the, the, the conditions, through animals, uh, corrosion, or water. Or, let's say that there was a, a little bit of a hole that was covered, and then the cover fell off accidentally or it had a, a, a glass which broke The shi'ur for that one is not is not a Pundeyon and it's not Tefach Al Tefach, but it's rather a grof Be'even or as as the Torah says a grof is not what people call today in modern Hebrew a grof which means a, a punch or, or a fist but rather it's a It's a tile tile used for the roof, and the tiles back then were larger than the tiles we find today. So it's it's fairly large, a negrof, and it's larger than a tefah by tefa that, that we know. And Aramam is going to say it's as large as a large head, as a large human head. V'hu rosh gadol shel adam, Vehu alav. But when, is, when are we saying that the, the opening needs to be as large of a negrof? This is when the person thought nothing of it there was no intentionality behind this hole. There is no planned, designed purpose for it or, or, or uh, understood purpose to it. But the moment that the person thinks to use this hole, this accidental hole, now suddenly we go back to having it be one tefah by one tefah. Again, nothing magic about tum'ah, nothing magic about this, so it's about human psychology and perception. And so too, if a person decides to, to have this hole now be a source of light and it fulfills that our condition of not being covered from the outside, in other words, totally exposed to sunlight, then suddenly the size becomes, again, a pondeyon like any hole uh, that is for ma'or. Gimal. Ma'or velo hayalotit, So let's say that there was a little hole for light, and then the person decided, you know what, I I want this place to be darker, and, and proceeded to start closing it off, but then he got stopped because of something outside his control. For example, it started becoming Shabbat, someone called him, he ran out of material. So even though he already started thinking of covering it and you would think, oh, that means that we no longer apply the pondeion measure, because he hasn't covered it completely, if there remains in there a hole that's at least the size of a pondeion, this remains a Maor for bringing in Tum'a and getting Tum'a out. However, if it started by installing some sort of a mesh, presumably to, inst- to then f- fill it with something else, and that mesh has no area that, that, that's completely empty and vacant, that's at least a pondion, the then uh, it's, it's as if it, there's no longer ma'or, even though the light can perfectly pass through there so too this is the same applies with a window a window that's made for for a function to to pass things from one place to the other and it has some sort of a mesh or or uh, any other thing that that permits the air to pass through but doesn't have any totally empty space of one tefah by one tefah then these two will be considered as though it's closed. And that's the example of what Harambam ended last chapter with, saying that some materials can serve as mechitsa, although they'll never be in amarnu. Now, if a window... So, halon when we say purpose of passing things from one place to the other... Usually that's expected to be between two houses or between two rooms within the same house. But if the halon is exposed to the outside directly to the sunlight, then the the presumption is that this is going to be a maor and not a halon, which means that the size of it will need to be ben sheneh <laughs> But if someone builds something outside this halon, suddenly the size now becomes al tef'ah and it's no longer ma'or but halon. Let's say that the house was built halfway on the height of the halon. So the bottom of the halon is under the roof. The top one is exposed to sunlight. So the top one is going to have its own shi'ur of pundayon and the lower one is going to have a shi'ur of poteah if there is a hole within the door or the door was not made to fit to the opening and there remained some space between the door and the floor the door of the ceiling or between two doors. So in all of these cases, the shiur is going to be a grov. So we have three shi'orin, Just to recap, we have pun de yon for Maor, we have tefa hal tefa for Halon, and we have a grov, which is the largest of the three, for an accidental opening that doesn't really serve a purpose. It's just, it's just, it's a breach. So that's the standard would apply here. Zain, haoste hor bakotel ke de laniach bokaneom asver gadol olil od mi menu avrim veasherim oladavene chavero harizek Halon han suyal etashmish ve shiurabefteh tefa. When somebody makes a hole in in a wall and we are saying here, we're not talking about a case in which this hole goes to the outside and it goes to the sunlight, but a regular hole. And the purpose of this hole is not to transfer things from one place to the other, but rather to look through it to to the other side or to talk to somebody else or to be able to see people who are outside. So all of these things are examples of functions of a halon Minat of Ma'od, and therefore the size is going to be for Tum'ah, Poteah, Teflach, Baruch Hashanah, Yolam Amidah